So <laughs> I was looking at my little post-it reminder that says, do no harm, but take no shit. I believe this is from Moira Fowley Doyle from her book, Spell Book of the Lost and Found. And it is a perfect, perfect kind of slogan for your chakra health. You are listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're just joining me, we've been going through the chakras as part of our overall healthcare system of your person, especially your spiritual essence, your energetic spaces, if you will. And I have mentioned different ways through each of those chakras, how you can cleanse and clear those chakras. And I just want to remind you in this episode a little bit about that. Many people use countless forms of cleansing and balancing techniques, one of which is meditation, or you can even put your hands focused on the particular chakra and do various things, whether intoning its vibrational frequency and note, you would have to look back to the chakras that I had mentioned individually to know what note resonates with each, the ones that I use anyway. You can also, while in this meditative space, visualize the color of the chakra that is uh, aligned with the chakra vibration. You can also hold or visualize its healing gemstone or crystal at the chakra. You can visualize a lotus flower there, allow it to unfold in your mind's eye to completely open. You can cut any attached cords. I've done a segment on cutting cords and perhaps you might tune in noticing there's a cord there and you can sort sort out any story that might be holding a block. And so I want to get a little bit into some of these. Because in each individual episode of each chakra, I've talked to you about the vibrational frequency or note and the color of the chakra and the gemstones. I won't go into their um, attributes, but what I do want to share with you is why on earth sometimes the chakras even get out of balance. You might remember I mentioned that when experiences hit us, whether we're confronted with someone that we're conversing with or communicating with, you know, either in our presence or over the phone, or if we go into certain spaces, or if we actually think about certain experiences, it will, the experience will hit our chakras first on an energetic level. And then we have opportunity to kind of sort it then. And it also might hit us on an emotional level. There might be an, an emotional impact or a mental impact of various experiences. And those again are other opportunities that we can sort the story or figure out how we feel about the situation. If any of those hit um, and we don't sort it and act authentically, it can resonate and um, kind of offset the spiraling chakra and the health of the chakra and affect us on a physical level so that the organs and glands beneath are affected. I've mentioned this before in each of the podcasts, but I just really wanted to 
remind you this overall experience that can occur when you're considering the health of your chakras? It's interesting to note that when you're considering the spiritual health of your chakras, this can happen on an energetic level, or it can actually also be a resonance from a past life experience. That's why when it's you're considering kind of past life experiences, it's helpful to note, where did this strike me? Did it strike me energetically in my soul's blueprint? And am I still carrying that? resonance of that into this lifetime. And it is something, you know, is it something that's empowered me or holding me back? These are things that you can contemplate on your own. I know a lot of people that come to me and say, you know, I, I tune in, but I, I can't get anything. I don't hear anything. I don't feel anything. I don't see anything. And they often want past life clearings to see, you know, perhaps where they had a lifetime where they were really empowered with these skills, but because of adverse conditions, whether they were, you know, put to death or, um, ousted for their abilities, they carry the resonance of that into this lifetime and therefore also block the experience for them. You've also heard me speak early on in my episodes that we can heal in various ways. One is to go into the story most certainly, because sometimes, kind of uh, exploring it allows us to have a broader awareness to how the um, block has affected our lives. But also too, if you can just step into what you want and allow the source energy and your inner being to guide you into this new path of how you want to be, then the blocks can also clear in that way. And so I just want you to consider that as you think of the spiritual um, impact of life hitting your chakras. When I invite you to think about the emotional experiences that you occur or go through and how they might um, hit your chakras, I think that you have to consider that beyond the heart. You know, sometimes people think we just store emotions in the heart, but you probably also know we can store them everywhere in all our muscles and in every aspect of our being. We can have an emotional reaction to something and it could stay with us, uh, not only for a lifetime, but for countless lifetimes. This is why it's important to, you know, really work through problems and issues worth or even actually even before they become issues and problems sort them as soon as they happen right it's really important to troubleshoot your um emotions like what's working what isn't working in relationship if you're unhappy or in job if you're unhappy or day to day if you're feeling glum this is just if it's an emotional resonance right um, I think that's something to ponder and kind of consider the importance of having a healthy emotional response to each situation. You know, that means when you're upset, be upset and don't feel guilty about being upset. If there's something that is upsetting, be that right. And the same is true with your joy or your happiness is taking time to recognize when you're really excited or happy about something 
or when you're really frustrated and angry or irritable about something. It's honoring these emotions that will help keep the flow of that emotional frequency moving through your chakras and not sticking and getting stuck and impairing you in any way. The other day I got a call from someone that wanted to know if I could do a mediumship session. And it was a really interesting experience. Um, but mostly it was because when I found out that it was a suicide that they wanted me to speak to the person on the other side, that they had ended their life by suicide, I was really torn. You know, I've said I won't do mediumship sessions because I know I'm meant to move on and teach you to do them yourself, which we will get to. But it was really hard to say no and mean it. And so it was interesting because I left the call and I was upset, but I didn't look into and sit with my sadness, right? I realized within moments, my solar plexus, you know, at the top of my, around my stomach, uh, base of my, where my rib cage comes together, was a mess, right? It was like, it presented as a sour stomach. So it presented on a physical level. And I knew I had picked something up because I'm just, you know, we know when we know when we know. So I laid down on my treatment table to clear the energy because I knew it was an energetic and I knew it came as an emotion that was stuck. When I laid on my treatment table, the awareness came up of how sad I was about this and how actually sad the person on the phone was and wait for it, the person in spirit realm was. I had kind of gathered up and attracted all of this triple sadness and it centered in my solar plexus. A reminder is solar plexus is personal power, who you are, self-esteem, who you are and what you came to do, right? And so it was kind of uh, a bit of, I think it hit there for several reasons, who I came to do, you know, who I am and what I've come to do is shifting, right? As I'm working to reach a wider audience and close my door to one-on-ones, there's only so many hours of the day. So, you know, and I, I just have to recognize I'm going to be pulled and want to help, but I, I can't, I can't help everyone. I want to get you to help yourself. The other component that was interesting was self-esteem. The person that had called had found their loved one when at, at, you know, just after time of passing. And so there was a little bit of feeling guilty, you know, what more should I have done, which is self-esteem, but also the loved one on the other side, I was picking up their guilt of oftentimes this happens with suicides is that all of a sudden they realize what they've done and they're like, shit, you know, I wish I could turn back time. And I was feeling this from these three vibrations on an energetic level and on an emotional level. And I had to lay down. It wasn't until I laid down on my treatment table to source out what is this sour stomach about that I was able to recognize the emotional content that I had pulled off of each of them and still struggled within myself. And in that moment of recognition, then I released it to the light by just asking it to be cleansed and cleared. And I sent the energy of that sadness out as love and healing light to both the caller and the person in, that passed. And so 
in that effort, it was offering up a prayer, if you will, for their healing as well as mine. The energy cleared right away and I was able to get off the table. I recognized in that moment that I, um, you know, needed to kind of grieve my one-on-one practice uh, because it's really satisfying <laughs> to see people in front of me that I can help, right? And I get that they get it. It's tricky when I just speak to you through the airways and and I and I don't always hear back from you going, this stuff is cool. <laughs> Thanks for the help, you know, unless you do reach out or whatever. So um, you know, that's interesting spirit saying, and that too, Constance is an eco thing, which is that chakra of solar plexus. And I'm like, okay, right, thanks. You know, just do your dharma, disregard the fruits, Constance. So, you know, it's a full bore lesson, right? But my solar plexus chakra feels really clear after sorting that experience. I just wanted to give you that example from my own personal <laughs> life. Sometimes when we're mentally stressed or mentally anxious or worried about something or really um, having a tricky time, the uh, that mental kind of energy can block up the... Um, you know, the brow chakra and the upper chakras, I find that mostly mental energy can throw blocks in those areas of our body in the chakra system, but they can also affect lower chakras. But what I want to share with you is that also equally when we're really stoked and we're working a project and we see it through to completion and we're having successful moments or getting, you know, whether it's great grades or great progress reports or just feeling good about ourselves and our accomplishments. You know, sometimes as a mom and a working full-time woman, I have to look back and go, what did I do today? Because otherwise I can get so fogged in it, in the like flow of it all that I think oh, I didn't do anything. And then I look back and go, oh yes, you did. You know, I have to go, oh, right, good. Okay. That feels good. And you see what happens there? It's the difference between, oh my gosh, beat myself up. I didn't accomplish my to-do list or get enough done to feel good about it all or whatever, but it's this whole feeling of satisfaction, right? Um, to then going, wait a minute, I did this and this and this and this, and I'm <laughs> Capricorn rising. So I, I like to do things. So for me, then it's the recognition of like, wait a minute, don't let the feeling or the mental state of thinking, oh, I didn't accomplish anything or it didn't work out the way I wanted to get you down. I, you know, you really need to look at it to go, oh, oh my gosh, I really got a lot done or whatever. And feeling, you know, just kind of pulling in and soaking in the the feeling and the charge that you get from being mentally on something. Because otherwise, um, you know, stress or woe or worry, all of those kind of mental um, experiences can really mess with the chakras too. And, you know, when, oh God, right? If you're in a really wackadoodle relationship or work experience. We've had days in my office where things are not going right. It doesn't matter that we've <laughs> set it up with spirit that today's going to go right and everything's going to go well. And thanks in advance for your help. You know, some days there's just like throw in the towel and go out to lunch or go for a walk or 
today's meant to be a creative day. And all of those experiences have to, you have to reach those by honoring the fact that mentally things are not working out, not working out, not working out. Now, I guess if you scanned our chakras in those moments, my team and I, our chakras would be all like downtrodden, spiraling the wrong way, maybe, you know, spiraling in a weird, like uh, elliptical, not around, you know, healthy, vibrant way. So we have to sometimes go, oh, we are mentally exhausted or mentally this isn't sorting out for us and things aren't working. And so you have to recognize that, be authentic, true to it. Don't try to fight against the tide, right? And say, okay, what can we do differently here? And it's a different mental approach. And then and it's like all of a sudden when we shift gears, it's like the chakras go, and they start spinning again and it's really cool to witness and be a part of so mental uh you know mental health is tied to chakra health really truly so that's a light touch on spiritual emotional and mental which leaves us to physical you know, this is not new stuff. I think Louise Hay came out with, you know, if you if you don't sort the chakra stuff and the energy patterns, then it's going to affect the physical at some point because your body systems are kind of tired or washed out or, you know, feeling the stress or you're emotionally, you know, out of it or disconnected or mentally feeling the difficulties or whatever. And the physical body will then be affected by that conversely right if you're living your truth speaking your truth being authentically uh true to who you are and what you're feeling and how you're doing and taking care of yourself on all these spiritual emotional mental physical ways you know nutrition exercise good relationship, a right relationship, right environment, all of these things and honoring what you know as good for you and your highest truth and, you know, being honest, looking in the mirror, then, then the physical, um, has a better chance <laughs> of being like right on, you know, this does not address what about, you know, raise your hand if you've had cancer and stuff like that, or, you know, physical things that just take you out. And sometimes those, I think, from my experience of working on people with those kind of things, you know, there's just this soul experience that happens in this incarnation. And to me, sometimes, and the sitter, the person that's come to me, there's no rhyme or reason. It's just the moment of the, you know, up and down of life and what you're going through. But what I'm saying in this episode is sometimes when there's physical imbalance in the body, maybe you might want to look to the chakras to say, okay, what's happening in the health of this chakra that's around this part of my body that's, you know, going through hardship physically, right? Going through hardship physically. So that nice balance, you know, of do no harm, but take no shit is really good. It's good advice, right? It's right for living. But don't, you know, take any shit, not even from yourself, you know? So notice when you're mentally taking yourself down or hard on yourself or beating yourself up, you know, notice that voice, you know, it really is to troubleshoot where the issues are and embrace that, which is hurting you. Your chakra health, a lot of it, you know, I think ultimately, <laughs> 
is in your hands. Don't you hate that I said that? I think it's also tricky, right? Because the chakra system is your energy, right? And so it's part of your energy system, but it correlates to all of your systems, physical, mental, emotional, and, but it's not easy to see it, right? The chakras and their um, experiences or how the experience, your experiences in life affect them, or if they're impaired in any way, or how can you strengthen them or, you know, stay in those places of that are solid and strong and empowered. And so it really does become paying attention, right? It really does. And recognizing that your chakra system is a vital part of your health. It's a vital part of your experience. You know, that's why I teach all this stuff, you know, the empathic stuff and the auric fields. And this is why we've gone through all the chakras. All right. <laughs> it's true. It's something that's up to you. You've, you've got to put the time and energy and moments in. I have a couple of meditations that I'm going to share with you. <laughs> At least one, right? You know how I feel about, about meditations. Oh my God. I'm like, la, la, la. But I will, I will, I will do my work if you do your work. And so I'm excited for that. I think they'll be helpful. They'll be about working with cleansing and clearing your chakras while sitting in a meditative space or also one on contemplative time with kind of sourcing what's happening in each chakra. I think now that we've finished all the chakras, it would be nice to do this kind of a sweep, if you will. I think it will um, remind you that you can do it in your own time at any time also. So I think that's good. But always, and meanwhile, I want you to recognize that the best way to take care of your chakra system is to remember to do no harm, but take no shit. <laughs> Thank you so much for spending time with me on this topic. I totally adore you. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. And you know that's a double entendre. So I appreciate you. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational, spiritual, and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.